What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast, episode 15. I can't even keep track anymore. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm your host, Gladia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. Hey, fam. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, we have a I... really great episode. Super excited for this one today. Um, but always, as I always mentioned, just a quick reminder, it's a live show. So please, please uh, post your questions uh, that you have for our guest uh, in the chat. And don't forget, show some love, subscribe to our channel, you know, oh, set your reminders, you always helps with YouTube's algorithms. There um, you go. There you go. Uh, but today's episode, creating a healthy lifestyle for others. Uh, we, we have a very special guest. Um, I actually met Taryn. I, I bought your name on Instagram, so I'm make sure I get, get this right. <laughs> but I, I met her through uh, Instagram. Uh, fell in with her content, love what she represents and uh, is into health. I'm big into physical activity. Um, so Taryn's actually a, or Taryn is an online fitness and wellness coach uh, mm -hmm. who specializes in helping other people drop body fat, increase muscle mass. Uh, her passion is actually helping people in the LGBTQ plus communities get fit, mm. which is, you know, dear, near and dear to my heart as well. Not to mention, she's also a lover of Goku anime. Anime man, nice. I can't even pronounce anything I today. Love it. Let's welcome Taryn Durant to the Get the Bag podcast. What is up? What's up? What's up? Happy hey, Goku. what's up? I'm so happy you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. It, anime, yeah, Goku people are really amazing. into that. I, I, I was slightly when I was younger, but um, yeah. I yeah, never like kept it, kept it up. Oh man, you got to get back into it. It's, it's classic. It's timeless. It'll never die out for me. Yeah. yeah. And I hear people like actually utilize it for like motivation, like, you know, in terms of like their, their business too. And like, you know, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. Yeah. I definitely have like Goku, you mean Dragon Ball Z specifically? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's crazy. Cause like, um, Dragon Ball Z, I think was my first representation of like what I want to do, which is mm. train and just be super strong and be crazy lean and just muscular. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So when I was a kid, like, you know, seven eight like seeing this i was like man this is like amazing like, this is what i want my body to look like you know what i mean mm. um maybe not as big but like this is what i want i want to train for a living i want to you know what i mean so it really like inspired me actually to like set physique goals and like have an inspiration that way um so yeah goku is goku's the guy dragon ball z is, goku's is the, the goat yeah yes yeah, for real there you go Crazy. that's dope Love it. Now, you're kind of our first like, well, no, we, we did have a crypto guest, but you're, you know, mm -hmm. going along the side of like non real estate. Um, mm -hmm. But tell us a little bit about yourself, because, you know, maybe a lot of people are viewers uh, or listeners maybe haven't heard about you. Yeah. So I'm Taryn, uh, 28. Um, I live in Maryland, right? Um, I grew up in so funny. I was just talking to Tim about this a little uh, earlier but grew up an athlete, played basketball in college. Um, and, you know, during that time I, you know, was studying psychology, um, but I had like a burning passion for training and I couldn't really mm. understand it. Like I loved the weight room. I loved agility practices. I loved like that kind of stuff. Like it wasn't really mm. the basketball part that lit me up. It was like the preparation for the basketball part that lit me up, right? So I just mm. loved, you know, hanging out around my trainers and like learning from them and asking them about form and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, I was going to be a therapist for the rest of my life. So after undergrad, I went to Fordham. Um, I went on to get my master's at Towson. So I came back to Maryland and um, <clears throat> studied counseling psych and 
got my master's. I practiced for about three years, um, which was great, but like it didn't, um, like I said, it didn't light me up. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that burning, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. It wasn't like that burning passion, that burning desire, you know what I'm saying? To like wake up every single day and, oh, I can't wait to do therapy, you know? It wasn't mm. like that, but I felt that with training, you know? So during that time, um, just because lifestyle changes and, you know, sitting behind a desk as opposed to playing basketball and I was right. eating whatever I wanted, um, I gained a lot of weight, you know what I mean? I gained like yeah. um, 50 pounds in a, in a couple months. And, you know, that kind of really messed with my um, body image, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, always wanting a very flat and muscular um, physique and more masculine physique. And so I saw myself getting more curvy. Um, I wear men's clothes, so I couldn't, you know, fit the clothes that, the way I, you know, mm -hmm. wanted to and envision. There. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that really, really like messed with me for a little bit. Um, you know, you guys didn't ask for all this info, but I'm gonna put it out there. No, no, it's um, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So started dabbling with like binders. I got my first binder. And I think that was a very pivotal moment for me because as soon as I put it on, I started like busting out into tears. Um, my mom saw me, I hugged her, cried in her arms, it was, you know, it was, oh. it was beautiful, but I saw the image of what I could be and, and, and what I wanted. And I think from that point, I decided, okay, like I can achieve this myself. Like I don't, for me, I don't want to wear a binder, um, you know, every day I want to be able to create, um, the physique and, and just have like the armor myself, you know what I mean? Myself, yeah. like that armor for me and that protection. So that's when I started training, um, started focusing on my nutrition, uh, started learning, um, you know, joined my team um, and, you know, connected with other people who were on their fitness journeys and, you know, the community and started weight training super heavy um, and just started building, you know what I mean? And I've been on my journey now for four years and just having continuously having more fun every single day. So that's really like in a nutshell, me, you know? Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love it. I've yeah. totally been there. Um, I was kind of in a similar situation too. I was an athlete as well growing up and uh, played bat ball as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in my uh, age myself. I'm in my thirties, but I got, I went Let's through a, a period. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a, a period where like, I literally was stagnant. Like uh, I, I was commuting like five hours a day. So I was sitting a lot. Uh, I had a desk job. Um, so I didn't really have time to take care of myself. And mm -hmm. I, I think I gained also like around the lines of 30 to 40 pounds. Um, and now I've, it's taken me some time because I've done it the right way. Because, you know, there's a lot of times people do fad yeah. diets. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I was like, let me just do it the or organically. Right. So it's like yeah. just focusing on my nutrition first or just focusing on just moving. Cause I think that's mm -hmm. always a big thing. Um, just learn to move again. Cause my body was used to like working out all the time. And when I stopped that, like it was, it's kind of like I shocked my body. So mm -hmm. I've been there where I've like cried to, to my wife. Like I was like, Oh, Mm. this doesn't fit me anymore or you know like yeah. it's uh, this is like years ago and it's uh, it also kind of is also like your mentality it starts with that too so um yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome that you shared that yeah a five-hour commute jesus i don't know oh my god yeah, yeah. there and back that's yeah, it's, crazy it's crazy yeah it's bay area living you know uh um, yeah. yeah so man that's crazy 
Yeah, it was the same kind of thing with me. It was, you know, as, as an athlete, you know, you, you're working out all the time and then you get into the workforce. And, you know, I was always a scrawny kid when I was at, like in high school. And even though I played ball, we didn't lift weights back then. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't a concentration, you know, uh, in that day and age. So when I got to college, I bulked up really quickly. Like it was, I got stretch marks from bulking up so quickly because they were heavily into weightlifting and conditioning and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, as I'm getting older now, like I've always kind of, I didn't really fluctuate in my weight, but as I'm getting older now, I'm seeing that fluctuation a lot more and a lot has to do with my diet and stuff like that too. So yeah, uh, that's what I'm realizing, you know, as I get older as well too, because you know, that youth is, uh, it bounce back, you bounce back pretty easily and you know, yeah. you can eat junk food <laughs> or whatever the case may be, but that's, that's kind of the thing. So, um, I wanted to ask you is that like, you know, from your own journey of getting into fitness and mm-hmm. you're, you know, changing um, physically, what was the point where you thought you needed, you wanted to transfer that to like helping other people? Like, what was that yeah. transition like for you? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe similar to you guys, um, you know, before this journey that I've been on for four years this is the healthiest, I think, journey I've been on. I've always yo-yoed with my weight, even in college playing basketball. I always I was either, you know, hey Taryn, we got to get you together, or I was, you know, right on point. I was always that, and so this has been my most successful stint. And I think mm. it's because, like Tim, like what you said, like I'm focusing on nutrition, I'm focusing on, you know, even G, like moving my body in a healthier way, and it's taking a longer time, but it's worth it because you have more sustainable change, right? So before this journey. I would do a lot of things that weren't the healthiest, you know, now looking back on it, you know, I did the whole, okay, let's call it all carbs. Let's do fruit and water fasting. Let's, um, you know, eat like nothing, you know, all salads and, you know what I mean? Just really undernourishing myself, um, Mm -hmm. thinking that that was healthy or, you know, let's do an excess of cardio every single day, you know, two to three hours on the treadmill, you know, to, with layers on of sweats and, multiple pants to try and dehydrate Mm. myself into weight loss essentially is what I was trying to do Um, at that time I thought it was healthy though because I think a lot of people think you know there's a lot of misinformation out there like oh this is healthy and this is what other people do and you know Mm. this is how you do it you know cook carbs I think that's one of the most popular ones that people do um so I did all that right and I remember how miserable it was (laughs) and how low energy I had and Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the scale went down in numbers, right? But the scale isn't a good indication of fitness journey success anyway, right? So people shouldn't right. rely, rely on the scale ever. Um, but I, I, once I got on a healthy journey, I started realizing, man, like, you know, I feel lucky and fortunate to be on this journey, but there's so many people still back where I used to be. So I think that's kind of my driving force and my motivation to really speak to those kind of people and say, hey, listen, you don't have to do these yo-yo diets for years. Like, there's a healthier mm-hmm. way. You know, there's a way that you can actually, you know, drop the body fat, put on muscle, get more energy, you know, change your cholesterol levels in a healthy way. And it's sustainable for your life. Because I think a lot of people, similar to me, you know, they lose 10 pounds and then they gain 20 pounds. And it's just mm-hmm. a, a yearly, you know, lifelong struggle for people. And it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, just documenting my journey. Um you know, I started documenting my journey on month one. 
on Instagram is, is my main platform. That's, that's basically all I use. I've been documenting there for four years. Um, and I just saw, you know, the, the tribe, you know, um, of people in the LGBTQ community who really related to my content and, you know, were making similar mistakes that I had made and I was mm. able to then help them. And I think that, you know, really ignited a spark. So I think honestly, it's from my personal experience of, you know, messing up, you know, for years and then having this healthy journey and how much better I feel, um, you know, and, and just trying to teach other people how to do the same, you know, I think is really the, the goal that I have daily. Yeah. I love yeah, that. I love that. I think, I think that's really important is like the knowledge is like, there's so much garbage out there, especially mm -hmm. on social media, people getting paid to just say, Hey, you should take this and it'll make you skinny in three days yeah. or just, just ridiculous things. I mean, even going back, right. Like back in the day there used to be infomercials of the same thing. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, then it's moved to, um, whether it's TV shows, you know, lose weight in 60 days or doing yeah. this uh, and it's really extreme diets that's just not attainable afterwards like you mm -hmm. can't restrict your body to that to that extent and then expect to continue because naturally you're you know if you cut carbs and then it's like all right your diet it's done like it, it's nothing should be considered a, a diet um yeah and, and you know it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a lifestyle change so I, I love that you kind of found a need there because i think it is very much needed and also kind of like maybe touching on the your personal uh life of like touching with uh representing like lgbtq plus communities because mm -hmm. i'm kind of in the same boat myself of like my niche is like is real estate and i'm like that that whole industry is is uh not only like male driven you know or like male dominant but it's heteronormative too where it's yeah. like you know what i mean like and maybe it's the same too in the fitness industry but mm -hmm. I'll, and i'm almost seeing like there's a need there for you know, like, why not help people make money or, you know, make a difference and change their lives. Um, but maybe sometimes they're intimidated for joining these programs that maybe they don't feel comfortable with. Um, yeah. So I think you, uh -huh. I think it's great that you, um, that you found the importance of representing those groups that are usually not prioritized, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think in, in our community too, I think a lot of people, um, oh, it's so funny. I was talking about this um, over dinner yesterday, but I think a lot of people try to starve themselves into certain physiques mm -hmm. or overeat themselves into certain physiques. You know, just speaking to the the mask um, mask. I, I, I um, sorry, my dog is like whining. It's distracting me. Um, so <laughs> I am a mask presenting woman. Right. And I think right. in that community. Um, there is a huge need for learning how to, let's say, put on muscle or cut body fat in a healthy way. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people struggle with learning how to even do that. And I think that's important, you know, to figure out within our communities too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I agree. I definitely, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And the, I think the, like, as an athlete, you, you are trained like a certain way, right? And then when you're get out of that profession or, you know, get out um, of that sport, you continue to train that way. Like mm -hmm. you, you don't know any better. Right. So um, for me, like I, I was, as I got older, I got a personal trainer and then I had mm -hmm. to relearn a lot of the things that I was doing wrong um, because mm -hmm. my body is totally different. We were training for football, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't training 
for, you know, trying to get in shape and stay be healthy. in shape. Yeah, exactly. Right. So there, there's a difference there. And I think at least athletes sometimes are stubborn in that way that they, mm-hmm. they, they know it all because they, they're an athlete and they trained to be an athlete. But yeah. once you get out of uh, that sport, it's totally different. Your body yeah. changes and, you know, your diet changes and all of that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can't, um, you know, do the same workouts we used to. Uh, mm-hmm. At least the recovery may be a little bit longer uh, doing those double days too. Uh, at times, um, mm-hmm. you know, preseason. But uh, what's kind? Of, how is your? So tell us about your your business or you know, kind of your setup with your clients. Like what sure. what does that look like? So yeah, kind of. Sure. So I incorporate Herbalife Nutrition into my programs and myself, right? So healthy supplementation is important, especially for people who um, don't know how to eat or, you know, have specific goals where maybe protein requirements or vitamin requirements or creatine requirements are, you know, higher for them, depending on their goals and their current physique and what they're trying to achieve. Um, So that's how I, you know, help my, my clients in one way, right? So supplementation, but also I do one on one coaching. So with all my clients, um, who want it, you know, my coaching is completely free. I don't double charge for that. So I work with people like very hands-on. I talk to my clients almost on a daily basis. Um, I help them through their programming. I help them through form, ask, answer in any questions that they have. Um, you know, also really teach them how to make it and view it like a journey as opposed to a destination. Um, and, you know, really demonstrating to people how you can have fun on a journey, you know? Um, on top of that, I create workout plans, meal plans, um, and there's also a community. So I mentioned the community earlier, um, but there's a huge, um, you know, well, not huge, but there is a group chat. There's a huge group chat um, full of just motivation and people get to link up with people in their hometown and, you know, work out together or just become mm. friends. You know, it's really like a family um, community because I think, you know, when you're trying to do a fitness journey by yourself. It, it's very um, it can be very scary and it can be very daunting mm-hmm. um, and it's easy to quit because you have no accountability just other than you. So it's really cool when you get to hold hands with people um, and like do it together, you know, and get results together. So whenever like, for example, I do 30 day challenges, right? And 21 day challenges. Whenever I'm having clients during those challenges, I'm doing the challenge too. I'm following the same meal plan. I'm working out with them. I have goals too. And we just literally do the journey and the challenge together. So month to month, I do the same challenges that my clients do. And that's how month to month I'm trying to always increase and, and, you know, um, you know, get better with my own results, you mm-hmm. know? What, yeah. um, the, the question I had too, is that like, you know, during the pandemic, you know, there was a lot of, you know, not working out or, you know, that time, that time frame. how did that affect your business? And, um, what, what have you, I guess, learned from that, that time, you know, yeah. with the pandemic? So, yeah. So, during that time, um, COVID got me too, <laughs> right? Um, right? Where I gained, I think, like 20 pounds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just because stuck in the house, no gym, eating, um, drinking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, having yeah, a beer, yeah. watching TV, right? It kind of like just, you know, turned into a habit. Um, so I lost my results. And mm. um, it was a very humbling experience. I'm so happy it happened because, you know, I got to relive what it felt like to like start from day one. And I did that with my clients. And 
I feel like I learned so many lessons during that time that I now still apply, you know? So during COVID actually business went up, you know, because mm. people are in the house. Um, people right. want to still work their bodies and move their bodies. People want to maintain health. Also people are bored. There's nothing else to do. So why not, you know, especially since they're going to be on social media anywhere they're probably going to see me. Like I said, I run my business hundred percent off Instagram. Um, so, you know, it actually boomed and blossomed during that time. Um, and it was, yeah, we had fun. I mean, of course, you know, my, my, my business changed a little bit, you know, so I designed more at home workouts. Mm. I was doing at home workouts myself. So I had to figure it out myself so that I can create programs for at home workouts specifically. Um, and we made it work. You know, we did some zoom, sometimes group workouts to help people stay, you know, feel like a part of a community still. Um, yeah. So we did, we did all that. That's dope. Yeah. I love that because yeah, I think the fitness, yeah, yeah, totally. I think the fitness industry as a whole kind of boomed during the pandemic too, right? So, um, you know, right. there's a lot of, you know, even like Peloton took off at oh, that time, yes. and yeah, so like not, not so hot anymore. No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> they dropped really off. Has. So, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I think so. people are going back to to the gym, gyms. right? Things are opened yeah. up. So their stock just plummeted <laughs> down. Oh, um, but I would still, I would still get a Peloton. I, I, I kind of like, I also kind of, it was the same kind of situation for me. Um, I mean, I had a, uh, I lived in an apartment at the time, so I was just going to the apartment, um, gym or, um, I also did like Muay Thai. I was like big into that because it's such a good workout nice. and oh, it's cool. so fun to punch it. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, once COVID, kind of happened obviously that shut down so i had to mm -hmm. be creative um so i got like the beach body app um which is a really great um app to it has a ton of workouts i i grew up doing the shanti workouts the insanity oh yeah um that was my thing because it was boy. i never had the yeah i know i i, I just i love uh, especially now like seeing you know him be himself yeah. and everything but can you guys see um, this i'm sorry this is cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool <laughs> yeah shout out um but i mean yeah those home workouts were great and yeah. so i kind of picked that back up again and like doing that at home and i'm sure my downstairs neighbors hated me um because i was like really <laughs> like <laughs> jumping up and down but um you know I, I think i've kind of liked working out at home and having my own little setup now i moved to yeah. like a house and i have a garage so i actually bought a muay thai banana i think they call it banana bag what? um so i you know i kind of do some she's legit some work. So, that's so you know, cool. I'm, i mean I'm, i need to work on my so flexibility what? but i just love <laughs> you know if i'm having a hard day just go downstairs and just punch the bag um yeah yeah it's just, in your home as well yeah yeah uh instead of get the bag punch the bag so yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> also shout out to sean t for you know representing you know, yeah, I I've, I've been later, with him since like, I've been yeah with him since 2009, and I had no yeah. idea. And when he came out, I was like, "Holy smokes!" I, like I, I could yes. tell he was doing. He was like into the butt pumps. Like he was really right. You could tell a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, now looking um, back, like doing the workouts, I'm like, yeah. "Oh, bro, this he's totally yeah. good." Like you know, with the guy workouts, he'd be like, "Yeah, great job," uh -huh. like, touching the abs and yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> he was out there, but that's so yeah. cool. I just got into. Um, boxing more seriously and then uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu you mm. know I heard that uh, which has been a lot of fun yeah so much fun so I definitely yeah. I definitely relate to G on that yeah that's dope 
Um, yeah, love it. You know, I think that's uh, it's. I I can't believe you got the whole setup, G. That was, that's pretty dope in the garage. Yeah, it means yeah, just a bag. Yeah, no, I, I think I may have a video, but I may need to do a a little IG reel um, with my setup. But it's yeah, yeah I it. I need to be more consistent. Uh, for me, it's more, it's easier just pop on the iPad and just do a workout um, mm -hmm. than having mm -hmm. to. You know, it's been a little bit cold. So I'm like, I'm, I'm a little wimp trying, trying to like work out outside, but it's great. Uh, whenever I get done, like with the workout, I just love it. But my goal is eventually to do, um, go back to a gym and do it. Cause I like training with, like, like you said, having a community, cause yeah. that's something I did miss about going to a more intimate gym, um, a local gym that had like Muay Thai and, um, and it was just cool to do workouts with like either other ladies or just other people and, you know, mm -hmm. let's sweat together kind of thing. There, there's something about that where yeah. it's like, Hey, yeah, yeah we're, you're, we're struggling together. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Camaraderie right there. Yeah. yeah. I think we have a little question here for, for us. Uh, I, I have Sina. some long What's nails. <laughs> I know. What's right. How can I make that work? Man, how long? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't have nails. I cut mine, but um, I've seen people. It depends. If it's acrylics, I feel like that could be tough. You know, um, I'm not sure, though, but I'm sure people make it work. I mean, people play basketball with long nails. People do a lot I've of stuff seen with it long too. nails. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen yeah. It too. Yeah. I mean, maybe bag work, maybe. But if you just do Muay Thai where you're just doing kicks, maybe that's mm. one thing. Well, that's where it is helpful because um, in some cases when I did the Muay Thai class, um, we wouldn't maybe in some workouts or sessions, we wouldn't focus much on the arms and doing bag work. It was more on like the movement. So like the hip work, mm -hmm. um, hitting the bag, uh, kicking the bag. Um, so either uh, I, mean, I wouldn't suggest cutting your nails necessarily, but I'm sure there's different ways um, you can do it, whether you just do wraps and just, you know, just be careful yeah. when you, when you maybe a coach bag. can help you too. Maybe if you yeah. go to class, they'll be like, okay, I've dealt with this before here. This is what we mm. do. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have short nails too. My, you know, sorry, Cena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what kind of things keep you motivated? Like, how do you hold yourself accountable? Like, it, I mean, it sounds like you have your, your community, your group. Yes. Um, but what, what sort of things when like, you know, when you wake up and you, I mean, I'm sure it happens to all of us. You're like, I don't want to work out or I don't oh, feel like God, doing yeah. this. Jesus. Like every day, <laughs> like every day, every single day. Um, yeah. So I, God, I have so many responses not to be long winded, but I have so many responses to this. Well, first it, yes, my community is incredible. I, I would not be where I am without my program, without my team, to be honest, I give them all the credit, you know, the community support, the group chats, like the workouts, the meal plan, everything, making it super simple. I would not be here. Right. So that's number one. I would say find a community. If you can find a community, I think that would help. Um, and then two, like, I think accepting and understanding that um, motivation is hardly ever going to be there. And you have to accept that and you have to understand that you have to develop habits and discipline that's going to then turn into a lifestyle. And that's when you turn mm. your, your habits and your discipline into a lifestyle, that's when you're kind of golden. Because now it's like, it's just a part of you, you know, like, for example, today, I don't really feel like working out, but it's just a part of my life. You know what I'm saying? It's just what mm. I do. And I feel better when I do it and I feel better after I do it. Um, but in the beginning, you know, when you're first establishing any type of habit, it's going to take time. It's going to be like, shit. you know, you have to fight through it. You know, the day that you um, don't feel like doing it, you got to do it even more so. 
because then you start developing that habit and that skill. And I think I think everything in life is a skill. That's how mm-hmm. I view everything, right? So like you can you can be skillful and disciplined, or you can lack the skill and discipline. Everything is just what are you putting your your practice into? You know what I'm saying? Um, so first, I you know I think like I said, accepting that it's going to be hard, accepting that you're not always going to want to do it, and then doing it regardless. You know, um, and you know something that I would a tip that I've used in my life um, when I especially when I was first getting started is um, and it's going to be kind of like maybe funny, but you know, I tell some of my clients this too, especially people who have a lot to, let's say someone needs to lose a hundred pounds, right? That's not something that you can do in a month, right? That's something that you do month to month, maybe year to year, whatever it is, right? And what I kind of show them is like, okay, like treat your journey as if like, this is a movie, you know what I mean? That's what I had to do too. Mm-hmm. Cause when I first got started, it was hard for me to run. It was hard for me to walk upstairs. It was hard for me to do a lot of stuff. So I had to treat it as if like, okay, this is just, I'm, a, I'm in a Rocky film. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that's how I legit <laughs> felt. Like, okay, I'm, I'm on my Rocky shit, you know? Because when you start thinking about yourself as a movie, like things become less permanent, right? Cause if, like, if you go to a movie theater, right? If you go to a movie, like there's always some kind of drama, you know, you don't go to a movie to see something perfect and pristine and everything's just, you know, right. fucking roses. And, and Yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah. And, and everything's Twists, not beautiful that, and yeah. roses, right? In a movie, right. like, there's always something, like, somebody dies, something happens, there's an injury, there's some tragedy, right? And if you start thinking about your life like that, it, you know, and, and, and know that there's always going to be, like, an up, you know what I'm saying? Your movie's mm-hmm. just not done. I think it gives people a lot more compassion to themselves, too. Um, and it shows people, okay, I can change this. I'm just in my, I'm just, you know, you're the main character of your own movie. Um, and you get to determine what you want to do with it. So, you know, when it was hard for okay. me working out, sometimes I would literally visualize, okay, there's a camera right here. I'm in my Rocky. I'm about to do this workout. They're documenting it, boom, boom. And then, it, you know, they helped me, you know, and I know it's helped mm-hmm. a lot of people as well to start thinking about it that way. Um, you know, because, yeah, I think it shows people that, you know, you can change your life and just like mm-hmm. how, in any movie you can change your life yeah right i love that that's yeah that's cool yeah i like how uh i mean it's it's life right it's gonna go up and down Mm -hmm. so you're gonna you know it's not always gonna be rosy and i think we talk about this too in like our real estate business um people get um you know if something goes goes um not as expected they it's Mm -hmm. easily to just quit so many yeah. people have quit. I think um, the s- statistics is like 90% of people, of business owners Ooh. quit mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah or something like that. Yeah. yeah, in the first year. And then it gets even uh, lower um, or uh, higher, I think, um, after like five years. But it's, mm-hmm. it's because you have to have that grit. Uh, you have to expect like, hey, I'm going to go through the tough times. I'm going to embrace them. But I'm also yeah. going to you know, enjoy the, the good times and know it's not going to last, but just keep pushing keep pushing yeah that resiliency is humongous yeah and and dealing with setbacks and and not trying to be perfect because no fitness journey is perfect like you're Mm. you're gonna fuck up and it's okay you know just get back on it just do it do it better and keep getting better a little bit just a little bit better every single day it amounts to so much change over a year or a couple months you know right right and i think uh like we talk about this a lot is the mindset right and like mm-hmm. in our business it's huge um i'm sure in your industry it's huge too because um people tend to like g says give up a little bit because they're not seeing their instant results because nowadays it's instant gratification right yeah so um and especially if they need to lose a lot 
a lot of weight, um, they kind of get discouraged. So how mm-hmm. do you keep um, your clients like in the right mindset and keep them motivated to yeah. you know achieve their goals? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So I think uh, I think two things, right? So like, or maybe three things. Me showing it first, right? I have to mm-hmm. be a, a self leader in order to lead other people, right? So like showing people how to have compassion for yourself. Or if you do like on my fitness journey, I document when I fuck up, you know, and I'm like, oh man, here I was uh, recently, here I was in October, here I am in, in February and just showing people what's possible and that it's okay to have speed bumps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's number one. Number two, I think I like to try and teach my clients how to develop a 1% mindset, right? So like, let's say someone is like, man, I don't feel like working out, right? If you just get to the gym, and you do something, it's better than doing nothing. It's better than just sitting on the couch and not doing it, right? Yeah. So just having, again, that compassion and, and knowledge that a little bit is better than nothing and it's going to inch you towards the right direction, right? Um, and I think number three, like personal development is huge. So I I do PD like crazy. Every single day I'm reading a book, I'm doing an audio book, I'm listening to empowering messages, I'm learning and growing as a person. And when I see sometimes in my clients who need that extra, you know, thing, I think personal development is great for everybody, but I'll send them videos. Hey, I thought about you, you know, here, watch this, this makes, or read this book or da da da. You know what I'm saying? Because I think Mm. just like anything in life, especially in, you know, in fitness too, if if we're strengthening your mind, everything around you is going to get more solid. You know what Mm. I'm saying? You're going to start thinking about life differently. You're going to start thinking about your fitness journey differently. You're going to start seeing things differently because you're different, you know? So right. I think that's 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 huge too because it's, I mean, fitness journeys are more mental than anything. Mm, um, yeah, it is. And um, yeah, so helping people in that regard, yeah. It's almost that. like you're a life coach too because you're yeah. trying to get into their mindset of yeah. you know motivating them to achieve the goal in their fitness yeah. journey. And I, and I think um, I think my background in mental health plays a lot in um, mm. me doing coaching. You know, a lot of it is like kind of therapy sessions a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, not formally, obviously. Um, but yeah, yeah. Working with people with that too. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Cause I think we try to complicate things as human beings. Like things don't have to be so complicated. Sometimes they do need a coach, but really you're just kind of guiding them like and keeping things simple, right? Keeping mm-hmm. things elementary. Cause it, you know, if, you, if people are like, oh, I want to lose weight, just move go on a walk, like do that at least consistently start gradually. Like you said, baby steps, like do, do 10,000 steps every day or however many you however much you can, um, and, and preparing mentally. Um, so one thing I've read too, is like, all right, if you want to make sure you get to the gym, have your clothes laid out, have your workout clothes laid out next to your bed. So when you wake up, you know, automatically you have to put on your clothes, um, and get to the gym. Um, because it's, it's just that one instant in the morning where you're like, uh, should I get up? It's just as long as you get up and then start putting on your clothes, like you're, you're in, you're locked in. Um, so I I love, I I love that. And I think mentality in general, I mean, I'm seeing a very consistent theme, like whether it's a fitness or what, or any, or anything, no matter what business you're running, it all starts here and like mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. it starts with personal development. So I'm, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that. Cause I think it's important, whatever craft you're in, whatever industry, you can't just stay with, with the same information. Cause you owe it to your clients, right? Like I yep. need to improve myself. I need to give yeah. them 
provide them with all the insights that's needed. Um, so I love that where you're constantly growing yourself yeah. to help grow your, oh, yeah. your clients. One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you, do you deal with like burnouts or like, how do you, cause I'm sure it's, it's a lot <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> um, I used to, uh, my first year in business, I used to, because I had no boundaries. Um, so like some clients would call me at 2am and I felt, you know, obligated to pick up, you know, mm. oh, they need me. let me pick up, you know, or, um, I have a client who's constantly hitting me up and, and now I'm stopping what I'm doing and I'm going because they need me, you know? So there was, there was a bit of burnout, you know, very early on. Um, but I realized to develop systems um, is huge. So I use an app called WordBoard. So a lot of, um, let's say prompts, you know, how to make a proper balanced meal. I save it to WordBoard. I don't know if you guys know what WordBoard, but it saves a lot of time. I'm able to just send programs. I don't have to, oh, let me search for the program. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I learned systems to make everything cleaner and quicker in my business. Um, also, I set boundaries. <laughs> you know what I mean? So my clients know, do not call me at 2 a.m. because I'm not going to pick up, you know? And then we're mm. going to talk about in the morning about how you cannot call me at 2 a.m., right? <laughs> um, so, you know what I mean? Um, they know, they expect, okay, Taryn's going to answer me back, obviously, within like eight hours, unless it's overnight, then it's, you know, maybe 10, 12 hours. You know, I'm always going to get back to you. Um, and sometimes I do have anxious clients, which I, I get. I'm an anxious person too. So sometimes those clients, you know, hey, you know, maybe we get, get on the call and I talk to them about how, you know, I'm always here for you, but these are kind of the boundaries. And that really helps me, you know, it really helps me not burn out. Right. Mm. Cause like I said, my first year in the business, I was just running with my head cut off and just felt so burnt out all the time. Um, now I don't, I don't really feel burnout. I mean, I love what I do. Um, but I also have more life balance, you know, so like mm. I'm able That's to, good. okay. Yeah. I'm able to, okay. On Sundays, you know, I'm going to go to a park or sun or whatever. I'm going to watch a little, episode of a tv show midday to relax you know what i'm saying I, I really take care of myself um more um so i don't i haven't really had burnout in a really long time yeah mm. which feels good that's nice that's i may need a i'm still figuring that out <laughs> myself well i think for yeah. me it's you know balancing a, a nine to five in a business mm -hmm. um but i think i think you're right it's all in the systems that you set up whether yeah. it's a system with myself and like how I, you know, time block and, um, you know, whatever the case may be, but I mean, it happens to all of us. I think it's, it's just constantly learning and, and setting those boundaries. Like you said, um, I think Tim and I have also talked about like, well, if a seller is calling us at 10 PM, uh, are know, you picking right? up <laughs> mm -hmm. Tim may right. pick it up? I may pick it. I don't know. It, yeah. you, know, yeah. it you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a tough, like you said, it's a tough balance. It's it is. a tough decision to make where yeah. it's like, you know, am I doing it for money? Like, is that kind mm -hmm. of my motivator to pick up or, uh, and then I'm, you know, you know, I don't know the effects of it. So I, I think, I think that's really important that you kind of learn from, from, you know, your first year. Cause a lot yeah. of people, um, it takes a while. Systems are always last in terms of like they're setting up their business, mm -hmm. um, because they think they have to do it all. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know if you have like assistance or if, if that's kind of your, your goal eventually, or you're, you know, you're just going to be solo at some, uh, you know, for, for however long, yeah. um, you know, learning to delegate is really tough yes. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Learning to delegate is huge. Um, so 
with within Herbalife, right? So I'm able to help people not only get results, but I also am able to help people grow their businesses too and teach them how to also earn an extra income for themselves or helping other people make a bigger impact. And that's something I love about Herbalife. Like how I view it is kind of like the Justice League. Like I, I really like cartoons. <laughs> so I, I view it like that, right? And it's just a band of coaches, like helping a lot of people change their lives, which is amazing, right? So mm -hmm. I have help, you know, I have team members who maybe someone's better at doing Canva, you know, and they're in charge of creating the Canva stuff for making the meal plans look nice and da da da. da. Um, maybe someone's better at, you know, um, um, teaching, I don't know, how to navigate sites or something like that. And that's what they're ahead of, you know, and then they create screen recordings and they share it with the team. So it's amazing, like growing a team and, and everyone has like a role. And then when we come mm -hmm. together, it's like fucking phenomenal, um, mm -hmm. you know? And so that really, really helps. If that if that answers your question, I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but it, but it, in the next two years, this first part, the next two years, I, I want to have assistance, <laughs> like like mm. legit assistance, like people who um, maybe follow me around and like create content for me. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I plan on having. That a videographer first, I think, would be right, number one. Right, and that kind of, I think that. It goes into my next question, like, where do you see your your business going in the future? Like, you know, I think you kind of touched on that, but like maybe a little bit further down, like uh, three to five years or, you know, yeah. are, are you going to start a gym or, you know, what's what's your aspirations for your business? So. Yeah. OK, that's cool. So so Herbalife is network marketing, right? Um, mm -hmm. So what's great about it is I can help a lot of people succeed. And that's how we all grow, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. So in the next three to five years, the next two years, I'll be a president's team member, which is the mm -hmm. top 1% in the company. Um, from there, you know, I definitely do want to, that's actually one of my goals. I want to have a gym with a nutrition club attached to it. So basically people are able to have their post-workout, their pre-workout, just everything, energy supplements, mm -hmm. hydration supplements, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and then connect it to a gym and then have all my team members, all my clients, you know, be able to come into that gym um that would be a dream you know of mine in the next three or five years um so you're gonna do it yeah. i was saying it right here on the podcast right i know it. i'm gonna do it yeah yeah, I'm, it's yeah gonna there happen. we go it's gonna happen it's gonna happen <laughs> um i just don't know where it's gonna be but it's gonna happen yeah for sure and, and that I just it. i mean that just that just feels like love to me like i can just be in that gym all day and just hug on people love on people and just mm -hmm you know, see people thrive is really my yeah. passion. I love that. I think, um, I think that would be cool. I don't mm -hmm. know many, like, you know, if you want to do a theme of like, especially, you know, we've been talking about the LGBTQ plus mm -hmm. communities, but having like a go-to gym, like, well, Hey, Terrence gym, you know, has yeah. this and that. So I, I think, um, I think that would be really cool, um, to, to have, but, um, one of my questions was like, if somebody's interested in like Herbalife, you know, if they want to start, like what, what, what does that process look like? Yeah. So first, um, I, you know, they can hit me up on Instagram or fill out my, my form in my bio, my job form, uh, my wellness, uh, program, I think it's titled. Um, and I will talk to them about their goals. I always DM people. Um, you know, so I talk to people like every single day I'm answering my messages and go through your goals, maybe assess your body fat percentage, depending on the goals that you have. I share my story with people as well. Um, I also shared other team member stories as well. Um, just so people, you know, see that, you know, 
you know, the fruits of one's labor does not go to waste. I think people are, you know, so conditioned to not get results on fitness journeys mm-hmm. just because maybe they're missing one or two things and they don't know how to do it. Um, and then I share, you know, obviously everything that entails in my program, you know, everything that is um, free uh, features as well. And then we get started, you know, whatever healthy supplements that they may need to incorporate into their nutrition plan, teaching them about whole foods, um, teaching them how to move their body more. Um, so we go like that. So I work, I don't do face-to-face. That's not my passion right now. So I'm hundred percent online. So I'm able to help clients in different states, different countries, um, different places around the world and create plans and be in constant communication with them. Um, and yeah. So just hit me up on my Instagram, which is literally my first and last name with a little dot. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, the other question I had is like, if someone is thinking about changing their life, you know, and losing weight and um, trying to, um, you know, just be more healthy, what what would what advice would you give them if they're listening or watching this podcast? What would you yeah. suggest to them? Yeah, my biggest thing is be patient. Um, don't expect everything to happen the first month because then you're going to get frustrated and you're going to quit and you don't get closer by quitting, right? And then my second mm-hmm. thing is focus on your, your nutrition, focus on your plates, mm-hmm. right? Make it more colorful. I think a lot of people, when they think weight loss specifically, they think, okay, what do I need to cut out? You know, maybe we need to start thinking about in a different way. What do you need to add, right? Mm-hmm. Let's add more vegetables. Let's add more protein. Let's add more water. Let's add more steps. You get what I'm saying? I think people immediately go yeah. to, okay, I need to cut out all these foods and I can't eat this and I can't, you can, you mm-hmm. can. Like yes, last night I had a burger, fries, and I had a uh, carrot cake, you know what I mean? And it was mm-hmm. delicious right. and I loved it. Right. And I had a Long Island iced tea and it was perfect, you know? Right. So stop thinking restriction and start thinking health and balance. Um, I think is the biggest thing, you know, just make your plates yeah. more colorful and eat often. Fun. You know, me and my mm-hmm. clients, we eat every mm-hmm. two to three hours you know, um, high protein. Um, yeah, more water, just, just enjoy it. Just look at it like a self-love, like put good yeah. stuff in your body. Cause you love yourself. You know, I think yeah. it's the big thing. Yeah. I think it's all moderation too. Like, um, like you said, I think, um, we always think, Oh, you have burger and fries. Like that's terrible. Like eating healthy doesn't mean you're just eating vegetables. Like you can enjoy a burger yeah. occasionally but it's moderation it. like for me like am i all right if i'm gonna have this brownie i just will have less of of this later like i yeah. mean that's just i just kind of count brown it's like all right if i know i'm gonna have like a big meal later i'll just have like light, lighter meals to not mm-hmm. like fill me up so much it's all like moderation and just kind of understanding like your body because i mean your body will change um yeah you know i've, I've kind of learned that you know these last couple years but um, it's, it's just keeping it simple. I, I, in, in my experience and seems like, you know, you're kind of breaking it down to, for your clients too, to like better understand that. But, um, yeah, I just, I just love that. Cause yeah, again, people expect like 30 days, maybe you get a lot of those clients too, where they're like, I haven't lost weight in, in 30, uh, 30 days or, um, the scale hasn't gone down mm-hmm. or, you know, and they just focus on that number. Um, which it's, you're missing the point if you're just focusing on the skill. And that took a lot for me. Um, because I think I talked about this in uh, another uh, episode, but like I grew up where, um, I was always told like I had to look a certain way or, um, you know, if I wasn't this amount, this weight, I I wasn't 
you know, I was, I was fat or this and mm-hmm. that. And so that messes mm-hmm. with, especially women. Um, I think in oh, women yeah. of color specifically, like the Latin and uh, black communities of like, you know, uh, dealing with like their, their health, uh, you know, you don't, I didn't grow up eating healthy, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up eating with tortillas and like beans and mm-hmm. rice, and, you know, good. like, <laughs> right. They, they tell you like, wow. Oh, you should lose weight. Oh, here's a whole play of tamales. Like, it's like, well, Ooh. <laughs> you know, me that, but you know, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's a lot. It's like, that stuff is like ingrained because we've grew up through society or maybe our parents who weren't knowledgeable, um, you know, mentioned these things. So it kind of messes with your mentals, uh, yeah. in a way. And so you're carrying that until you yeah. eventually you kind of wake up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and I can relate to that. I think the scale is a horrible, uh, message or, or uh, indication of any type of reason. It's horrible. No one should abide by it. You know, it's literally just like how much you are connected to the earth. And that really means nothing. Mm. You know, like, for example, mm-hmm. for me, I wake up maybe on a daily, maybe I'm like 175, all right, 175 pounds and 5'5". Five, five. Um, a lot of people would see that number and be like, oh my God, that's, you know, it's crazy, you know, because body composition, that's what people really need to focus right. on. Your muscle mm-hmm. mass to your fat. Absolutely fat uh, body fat percentage that's what you focus on right and obviously if you have more muscle mass you're going to weigh more um so the scale is a horrific um indication as well as bmi assessments i mean they're they were created in a time (laughs) where you know they don't take into account uh cultures they're they're extremely uh caucasian um measurements you know what i mean so Mm-hmm. No, I've been, I've been, I've been obese since I was five, like yeah, according to I'm BMI, right? Like, yeah, yeah I, right. I think I'm obese as well. Yeah. Right. Or, or I'm, I'm definitely up there. I'm somewhere. You know right. what I mean? But that's just because the BMI just has no, it's, it's a hor it's a horrible measurements. You mm-hmm. know, I think people should go by energy levels, your confidence, how you fit in your clothes. How do you feel? Um, you know, that is assessment of goals. Non-scale victories are everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's so true, too. And, you know, I think we touched on this, too, is the nutrition part. Like, how do you feel uh, when people say, like, you know, I'm trying to eat healthy, but it's getting expensive, right? Or, you know, I can't afford to maybe go to these organic, you know, grocery stores or whatever um, to actually, you know, change my diet or, you know, be more healthy. Um, What would you say to that? Yeah, I would say, if, I mean, if you can't afford organic, you know, just eat fresh, you know, foods, try and eat fresh foods. But also, I will say, and I'll, I'm quick to call people out on BS, you know, um, mm-hmm. because sure, I, I get it. I grew up in a way where my family, we ate pots of pasta and spaghetti and, mm-hmm. you know, dollar menu. And I get that, you know, the cost of that may be low, but also you're sacrificing your health, right? Yeah, um but I will say, like, for me, I go grocery shopping maybe once every week and a half, and I spend maybe $120. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people spend that on coffee. You know, if someone goes to Starbucks every single day and gets $10 coffee, you know, it's $300 a month in just coffee and just sugar mm-hmm. and just caffeine. You know what I'm saying? So people spend money where they think it is important. Now, let's say someone is really down their luck and money is really, really tough. You know, I would just focus on getting lean protein sources, try and just shoot for, you know, chicken, a bag of chicken if you can, right? Frozen um, breast cutlets or whatever, you know, frozen veggies, you know what I'm saying? Um, those are relatively inexpensive. 
Um, mm-hmm. If you can go to like a Costco or a BJ's and get a huge bag of like rice mm-hmm. yep. that'll last like a couple of months or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's how you can get smarter. I think people, you know, make it too, too hard, you know, just make mm-hmm. sure you have, you know, these essential things, these essential macronutrients in, in your, in your diet. Um, and it can be relatively inexpensive, you know, and then for snacks, maybe, yogurts you know um mm-hmm. maybe granola bag of almonds you know just you pick and choose it doesn't have to be crazy expensive that's cool you know that's good i like that yeah, i love costco, costco. Yeah, yeah me too i go to bj's oh like, i don't think we have a bj's out here maybe it's an east okay. coast thing mm-hmm. yeah we i'm all costco bj's i'm all that's a restaurant out here. <laughs> no <laughs> it is a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> I'm all getting that pizza, pizza pie, or they have this uh, cookie called Pazuki. It's like a pan Mm. uh, cookie with ice cream on top. So uh, that that used to be my go-to back in the day when, you know, I could just. I know it does. It's so good. Even in the morning, it sounds good. You have cookies anytime, you know, (laughs) they say with uh, alcohol, it's five o'clock somewhere. It's (laughs) someone's having a cookie somewhere. Yeah. Um, Yeah yeah love it so um i i see you you know i see you doing some conferences and, and being a speaker do you have any events coming up where you're you know traveling to to speak or yes um so that's actually i probably should have added that to my goals that's actually my my goal too in the next three to five years i'll just be like traveling around and helping people grow their businesses and giving speeches that's actually my my huge passion in life is being a motivational speaker i love pouring mm-hmm. into people and just you know, showing people that they can grow their potential to whatever they get it to. Um, so within my business, um, something I also love is that we have monthly events, you know, so every single month we have an event, every three months we have a larger event. Um, so next month, right, in April, there's going to be a large event. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I'm speaking on that one. Um, mm-hmm. But it's always an honor to be able to speak among other great leaders and, you know, just give value to people. Um so yeah, I love it. I love, absolutely love it. Yeah. What do you What do you usually uh, present or or talk about? Is it just kind of like motivational, mm-hmm. or is it like your journey and like? Yeah. yeah. So it could be both. Um, it's typically like they ask me to speak on a specific business topic, and I'll explain how I do it in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so the conferences are always with um, other entrepreneurs within Herbalife, right? So let's say I'm asked to speak on. Um, how to grow a client base, right? I'll create a presentation or whatever it is. And I'll, you know, talk about how I'm able to do it, how my team and how we duplicate that and how, you know, we're able to expand our client base. Or maybe I'm talking about social media. People ask me to talk about Instagram often and how I grow a business on Instagram um, and teach other people how to do that. So it might be that, you know, um, but wherever they want me to fill in, I'm, it's always an honor. I'm always, you know, stepping up to do it. And um, I love it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, awesome. it, it's definitely a nice perk to have to, you know, you get to pay to travel or at least like experience that and yeah. speaking in front of hundreds of even thousands in some cases. That's definitely one of my goals, too, is to mm-hmm. um, cool. travel and, and speak about, you know, whether it's real estate or whatever my experience, whatever my niche is. But um, yeah. there's something about like motivating other people or just kind of sharing your story. Um, cause mm-hmm. again, um, you never know, somebody can be in the exact, uh, you know, somebody similar to you can resonate with you and, and find your, you know, whatever you're, you're talking about, um, your content motivational and, and 
change you change their lives. So I, I, I love right. that. Right. Yeah. We have so much impact as human beings. Yeah. Totally. Cool. Awesome. Well, we have about five minutes left or so. It's crazy. It's been, been dropping gems for sure. <laughs> um, maybe something to think about what, what you want to leave the the audience with. Um, I think you've shared so much insightful yeah. information. Um, but before you say that, just want to add a reminder, guys, don't forget to subscribe to Ooh. our channel. Um, we have in the show notes, I believe we have uh, Taryn's uh, IG. Uh, we also have our IG and our other information to reach us. So don't forget to subscribe. Hit those reminders. Taryn, what, what do you want to leave the yeah. the, the people oh, man. with? I should have been thinking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Right, um, right. I think I think what I want to leave with people is just, you know, I really hope that people, um, whether it's fitness or whatever, just stop doubting yourself um, and really just start doing. I think a lot of people stay in the in-between of, you know, I'm going to get started or I'm talking about it or I'm planning on it or I'm creating plans or it's not the perfect moment. Like, just do it, you know, just go after it and, and you're going to figure it out and you're going to make mistakes and that's beautiful and you're going to learn from those mistakes and you're going to get better because of the mistakes. I think people are so mm -hmm. scared of making mistakes, but they don't yeah. understand it's actually like a valuable asset to success. You have to make mistakes in order to be successful, you know, and you should look forward to making mistakes and you should make them early and often and have a mentor and, and grow with that person and just, just fall in love with the process. Do fall in love with the process more than you do the end result. Um, you're going to be golden because you're always going to be improving, always going to be growing and you're going to have so much fun in your journey. So, um, yeah, just love on you and keep doing your thing. And yeah, I think that would, that's what I'd probably leave people today. Yeah, I love, I love that. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, a consistent thing with in the industry that you're in, it's this, that, yeah. that applies to whatever you're doing. And, um, mm -hmm. I love that advice too. So um the other thing is that like i know you're you're big into instagram and you know so how if people want to get a hold of you like what how do they get a hold of you you know with through yeah. instagram dm or what yeah so yeah my dms are, they're always open i always answer them they're lit um, them, like, <laughs> um but yeah so so but set boundaries yeah. right yeah <laughs> right up. i mean if you if you come crazy i'm not gonna answer you know so don't come crazy <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's my, it's literally my first name and my last name. So it's Taryn, um, dot. So a period. And then Durant, I'm very not creative. And also I like it, you know, it's my name. It is. Hey, it's it is cool. It is. Yeah. It's your brand. So right? exactly. It is my brand. Yeah. So you can find me there. You can DM me there. Um, and we can talk. Love it. Yo, it's been so real. I appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, we may need a connect sidebar. Uh, really have some uh, ideas sure. related to the LGBTQ plus communities. Oh I love God, what you're yes. doing there. Love Please. to yeah. connect on that. Uh, and I may need to travel out to the East Coast. It, Let's it's go. Calling go. Me. It's calling me. Go. Let's go. <laughs> Please let me know whenever you're out here, we'll, we'll go out we'll and do. Get some lunch or dinner or something like that. Yeah, that yeah. Awesome. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll for sure veg out. Um, yeah. Not even worry about the health situation yeah i'll eat everything <laughs> <laughs> cool well yeah taryn appreciate it man uh guys really appreciate you guys hopping on and posting your yeah. questions and comments uh don't forget to subscribe um and uh to our channel hit those reminders uh you can hit up taryn on ig taryn.durant yes. 
or at Taryn.Durant. But next week we have a really exciting episode with another guest. So stay Mm -hmm. tuned. Get the bag podcast. It's been real. Y'all have a great day. Have a great day. Thank you guys. Have a good one, everybody.